What's good? This is the Heavyweight Podcast. We're doing another quarantine-style episode. This is episode 10. Um, shout out to everybody uh, that's tuning in. Uh, to above and below me, we have... What's the say there? Above, above, right? Above, above, and below. I mean, he's oh. he, he's not pictured, but he's there. Oh, yeah, he's below you. Yeah, you're right. Nigga, the, the technician key. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, that's you, Keith. Oh, my wait, bad. that's yeah. coming, my bad. Yeah. Keith, a.k.a. Uh, the technician. Yo. I like it. I like it. And this is uh, Kevin Wendell. I'm that's it. That's it. Slide. <laughs> All right, we're going to start off by uh, this week. It was Kobe Ryan's birthday. Rest in peace. Um, also... Uh, it was also Mamba Day One. this week. I wanted to start off uh, on th- throughout this uh, this podcast and and everyone having a, a statement of maybe sharing a story of their favorite Kobe moment. Oh Lord, shit! No, there's probably several, but I'm, like what one yeah. that just sticks out when you when you think about it. When you want a dunk contest, you want a dunk. Damn, contest. really? That's my that's my first memory of Kobe Kobe vividly. That's my first like I was already a fan, but when he won that dunk contest that year, I was like, my man's the goat. That was that was his rookie year. Submitted. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. But I add, this is the when same he, year when he went between the legs and dunk pulled, pulled it up and had had a. Brandy and Brandy's brother. Uh, I mean, uh, good. Uh, shout out to Brandy. Yeah, that dunk. Um, that dunk. Yeah, that dunk that, when, when he made that dunk. Years. When he made that dunk, I was. I mean, come on. I grew. I grew up a Laker fan. I was already a Laker fan, and then to see a young Laker do that, he was a goat. And I, I mean, was, and, and I, and I was have any other on, Lakers. I, I was big on Eddie. Big on Nick. That's that's like the the core team. Him, Eddie, Nick, Elvin uh, Campbell, the Virgin. Right, that's that's my core of my youth. Was Elton Campbell? Oh, it was AC Green. AC Green. Green was a version. I was like, my yeah, bad. Elton Campbell would, wouldn't surprise me though. That sounds hating, but it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> it was AC Green? My bad. Virgin. Oh yeah, yeah, but the dunk contest, man. That was it. That was it for me, man. What about you, Kevin? That 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 confirmed that that yeah. trade was meant worth it. I got a couple. I'm gonna go with damn. You know what? I'm gonna do the one in Phoenix. They didn't win that series, I don't believe. But you remember the game he beat him on the buzzer beater. Mm-hmm. He came so, to the elbow. Off? That's you know, first first yeah, round. He... Yeah. We talking? We talking well, what? 98? No, 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 no. When they played Phoenix, he had Smush Parker and all them. This was when Kobe, the Lakers, was his. At that point, it's are just we, Kobe. We talk, it was like we talking what? Smush like? Parker, Sasha Vujacic. One more pass oh. to Smush Parker. That that, that <laughs> era. Them I just remember like, watching that game, like with my dad. Yeah. And like my dad always tried to give me shit about being a Laker fan, Kobe fan, and like this moment, he was like kind of doubting it. And I was like, Nah, we cool, man. We got Kobe. Like we're good. He's like, Damn, there's like no time. Then he just ran down to the elbow, hit that shot, and I remember my dad like, "Yeah!" <laughs> I'm like, "But you the one who doubted, nigga." <laughs> He's a believer now. 
He's a believer. No, my dad always would give me shit. He tried I, when I hated LeBron. I do. I don't hate LeBron now, but that nigga was like always like you like LeBron more than Kobe. I'm like, how you gonna tell me when I'm trying to tell you you gave up on Kobe in this last shot? <laughs> Another moment that stands out for me was that his his first game back from the uh, from the the whole bullshit, you know, trial shit or Colorado. The whole, the, not trial, but the accusation, and he and he hit that buzzer beater in Denver like that. Walk Chappelle off. said that one perfectly because he was not lying. Beat that he played kid. like he was he playing for his course. freedom. He beat that case on the court. So. Yeah. Um, what about you, Keith? Uh, mine's a little petty. Uh, one of my oh, favorites uh, yeah. was when uh, when he scored on Shaq for the first time once uh, Shaq went to uh, you mean when he the Celtics. He went to, uh, no, he went to Miami? the Heat. He went to Miami first, yeah. Miami. Oh, Miami. okay, yeah. It was, it was Miami, then the Suns, then, then Boston? Or was it Boston, then Suns? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, he, he, yeah, he was on the Heat, but. Uh, Boston. Yeah, when he uh, when he scored the first time on Shaq. I think he Boston and played like a half a game. That's okay. your favorite? You said that's petty? The, do you remember the look he gave Shaq yeah. after he scored on him? Oh, yeah, he looked, he, he stared him down. He did he, he retire at Cap? No, he did play with the Cap. No. He retired at Celtic. He did. That's weird. Cause he's a Laker for life, and that motherfucker. It hurt. You know, it always it always hurts me to see my favorite players in that jersey. I hate Boston with a passion. It, it, it hurt. It hurt. It hurt when I saw Shaq in that jersey. It hurt when I I hated when Garnett went there because I was a big Garnett fan, but I couldn't rock with him. Once he put that green on, I couldn't rock with him. Death. I don't even hate on them niggas no more when you think about it. You know, yeah, oh, they, they ain't them. even close to the Lakers. Y'all wouldn't when ain't nobody was there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will. I'm, I'm going to say fuck Boston, but if Jason Tatum, if you want to come to L.A., we, we take you. He will. One day. Your hmm. moment. Started, hey, what's what's, started, what's your what's moment? What's yours? Yeah, that's what I was like. You just sitting um, there waiting. I have a couple, but uh, my main one was when I got to see him uh, in person. Um, they were playing the Wizards, and uh, he scored. He dropped like twenty-two in the first half. Oh, oh you want to do that? And, uh, <laughs> and I just remember thinking, "Oh shit!" Like, see it live, like it was dope. Like, yeah, I got to see like what I grew up watching because I was a Kobe. Pretty much made sure I was the reason uh, that I got into basketball so heavy because I didn't know like somebody could be so young. Dope. So to see him live was like, oh man, it was like full circle. Can I give you a since we're in the heavyweight podcast and we're supposed to flex every once in a while, you know, after hitting weights, I want to give you a little flex one because I didn't think about that when I went to see this motherfucker in person in Phoenix because tickets didn't cost shit because sun sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and I was up out there talking shit like I was. That was when Dave Chappelle was uh, Rick James and all that. So every time Kobe pulled up, I just be like, or uh, Prince, I was just like, good. <laughs> good. <laughs> like, niggas were like, shut the fuck up. Like, he'd be at the free throw line. Oh, he's cold blooded. <laughs> it was a game he dropped uh, either 49 or 50 because they put DJ Strawberry on him. Oh, Lord. Like, I watched that game and I was like, is that Daryl Strawberry son guarding Kobe? Oh, this is going to be a long night. Come on, Daryl Strawberry, <laughs> the, the baseball player, right? No, yeah, the baseball player. His son played for the son, for the Suns, and got scorched for fifty. And I was like, that was a mistake. But I got to see that one. 
I got to see a 50 point game. When the last time y'all heard anything about Ruben Patterson? Shut <laughs> Since now. <laughs> you better back the words up. The Didn't goat. No, no, he was, he was, he was, he just, he just hurt his team. But <laughs> I thought he was the Kobe stopper. Yeah, he thought too. Oh, he thought he was something. Uh, and and sticking to the same uh, topic, uh, what impact did Kobe have on you growing up? As in, how do you mean? What, like, what do you mean? Like, was he just the, the basketball player, like the Laker? Was he your favorite player? Was he like, was there certain philosophies like the Mamba mentality that, that you kind of used in your own life or the way he approached things made you kind of feel like sometimes you needed to step up? Or was it like something no, where like... Not for he, me. Not for me. No? He was a, I don't know, he's just an athlete fixture. But like, it didn't kick in more for me with that type of shit until... Like, after he was done. Like, when he was done, it was like, oh. Like, you didn't think about that. Because I was a lot older. Like, I feel like I grew up kind of with Kobe. Like, he was older than me a little bit. But it's like, where it's like, not too much. So, it's like, watching that, it was like, I'm just watching somebody's career go. But as you get older and start dealing with shit in real life, you kind of get it. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like, you're lucky and you're like, damn. I, I can like, concur. That's when that. it impacted me more when he was yeah. retired. Yeah. yeah, when I when I was older and he's later in his career, and then you know when you uh, you know I had the mental capacity to apply the things that he did. Because um, I mean, when you think about that, my mentality is tenacity. You you apply that to anything you go after in life, you can't be nothing but successful. You know, the work ethic, the drive, and then um, I mean, man, go be the father, bro. Like that to me, that's come on. The, the the you can you can have it all, but it's gonna take everything. You know his 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 uh, uh his story of uh he yeah. he you know he he um, taking the helicopters back and forth so he can still take the, the daughters to school and he's trying to be every he's trying to be the best player yeah. in the world and the best dad in the world and he, and he best husband in the world and he you know he balances those uh those hats pretty well man I mean that's something I try to model. He, he coined that phrase girl dad like that was like. That's that like you didn't you couldn't say girl dad and not think Kobe. Yeah. Still can't. Yeah, yeah. at all. Yeah. Another one yeah. of my favorite moments is when, you know, um uh You're me welcome. A, me me being an Eagles fan <laughs> when we, <laughs> Now I think about that. I just the, the video of him celebrating in his home, because Kobe was also an Eagle fan. So the video of him celebrating when we won the when we won the Super Bowl that year. That's one that's the video I always think about. Because I did the same I don't know thing. That one. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I think I think Vanessa had recorded it on her uh, one of her social platforms. So was that, that was the impact for you as a uh, as him after uh, Maurice. Uh, the... I mean, I, after enduring. I mean, come on, man. Who? What? What? I, middle 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 school, high school. Every time I put a shot up, shit. When I do it now, I'm teaching my daughter to say Kobe, man. Like, I mean, you you wanted to. I mean, the only thing I I don't like about Kobe is some ugly ass Adidas shoes. But other than that, oh, those were awesome. some nice on, ones. Don't do that. He, he has some nice ones. Arcs. The space walkers. I had yeah, those. those. Nah, I couldn't I tell you which one was left or right. God damn it, they were being facetious. <laughs> <laughs> no one ever played a day in those right shoes. 
These are basketball shoes. Like, no, they're not. You could no, not. Basketball shoes. You could not be on the court in them Space Walker and Dita Kobe shoes. I did. did he wear those once? I did. Bro. No, but did, did Kobe wear those once? Did he ever yes. lace those up and go on the court? Yes. No, nah, he out did there he? breaking. Yeah. I think you're gonna break your own ankle with them. Heavy worry, you're gonna have to show you gonna have to put a picture up. We're gonna find I, one. I don't remember it. We're gonna find I don't remember. Now I will I'm, say I'm I did have a pair. Social. I did have a pair of them. <laughs> I'm talking shit about you had them, a but pair? I had a pair. Yeah, I had a pair. Oh damn. Didn't have them long. Space boots. Didn't have them long. I think it's tripping. <laughs> I had the moon Kobe's. boots. I had the moon boots. <laughs> I can't I say the, nothing. Uh, the KB eights. I had the crazy. You remember those Jordans that like they had the flap that went over the top? Yeah, no, I've seen those, but I never exactly. had Exactly. No. Nobody remembers them, but my dumb ass bought them. <laughs> when I was at uh when I was at Ramona for one year, they, all the dudes was rocking them. The, remember they, those came in a fucking uh a case. The motherfuckers used what to bring them to school. Those Jordans. Really? Oh, they came in funny. a silver case. Yeah. The motherfuckers was bringing them shits to school. Yeah. There was multiple niggas. I remember them to this is a random side story. There's a, I remember at uni. Uh, who I think it was Penny Hardaway. The whole school was wearing like Penny Hardaways because they, they fell off those. a train. No, they fell off a train. Uh, yeah, like literally, the whole school. I was like, "Hey, if somebody comes here, they're gonna be like, hey, wait, time out. How's the whole school got the same shoe? <laughs> we're missing those a couple crates. <laughs> they were selling for dirt because they Penny. fell off a train. <laughs> Man." I was a big but, uh, That's crazy. What about you, Keith? Um, I thought he left us. No. Um, I guess for me, it was uh, it was just a natural transition from growing up as a a Jordan fan to gravitate oh, I to Kobe. You ain't a Laker guy like that. Hmm. Since what? you ain't a Laker guy like that, you ain't gonna be no Jordan fan if you like your guy like that. <laughs> Um, yeah, so it was, <laughs> it was, uh, his game was just amazing to watch. Yeah. Even though I was the only Kobe fan in the family, so every time a game would come on, even my grandmother, she, she's, she's a Laker fan. Um, for some odd reason, she didn't like Kobe though, but yeah. Can I interject for a second? You know the coolest part about what you said there was how you said was the only Laker or Kobe fan, because that shit changed. Uh, he changed that. Yeah. He made everybody who hated him went, "Oh no, that's my nigga right there. He's good." <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I I do apply something to my life now, since I've kind of not in stand-up like that. You remember the Nike commercial we were talking about? The You're Welcome? Kanye? I think he said, yeah. But when he said that, that actually, like, makes so much sense. Like, a different animal, but the and same beast. Yeah. You're like, yeah, I, I gotta do something different, but I still got that shit. I got that dog in me. Don't fucking play. <laughs> Don't make me pull that shit out. And it's time. Like, that's... It can't be... It's not gonna be, like, that's what I look at right now. I don't. I know it's not gonna be stand-up. I don't have the fucking time to do it like that. But something's coming. And we're we're doing it, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> same animal. Or different animal, same beast. Same beast, yeah. Oh, uh, I guess uh, I'll say uh, uh, what my impact, uh, his impact for me growing up, um, 
I used to approach everything that I did with some sort of uh, intensity or hunger or extreme. Even uh, Maurice can attest to that when we've played basketball. I I keep that same competitive shit. Like it's it, but that all stems from me grow, growing up watching Kobe and him never uh, uh, letting up on his teammates or uh, his opponents. He expects you to bring your A game, just like like. And I think if that's an important philosophy, we bring the table and everything we do. We bring your A game. Um, you make sure uh, you hold yourself accountable for being as dope as you know you can be. And um, that, I think that's even uh, obvious. Like when you see how he was as a as a as a parent, like he, like what you said, Maurice. Like he was doing the the whole the helicopters to making sure he was there. He made sure he had all the time. For his, for his daughters, make sure he was in their life. He said he'd always got up at 4 a.m., so he never used it as an excuse. Well, I had to do this or do that. He would say, you know, that's not that's not their fault that I'm this busy, so I got to make sure that I make the time I can be in their lives. And I still use that to this day to try to be like that impact is still there. Like that's what I think is, is dope about like somebody like Kobe because even uh, watching like, like the the – memorial they have for him when Jordan was even talking about him. I, there's there's heights that Kobe reached. I don't even think Jordan could as far as just as a pers personality. Like the fact that he could speak like six languages and he could go to a game and shoot the shit with uh, Luca and uh, have interviews where literally I, I'll sit, I've sat there a few times and watched interviews where Kobe is talking and he can switch from having a conversation in English to Spanish to Italian in the same thing or have a, a, a interview where he's learned a little bit of uh some sort of uh uh Antonese or whatever just for the, the whatever audience he was uh entertaining so I, I, like that's a rare like you don't you even with the yeah. kids now you don't see any where near in the, the intelligence level to just be like you know what this is a business when i go to a different uh, arena whether it be you know overseas or whatever i'm respecting them enough to learn their customs and shit like that like that's taking your hunger a whole different level and saying this is a business nigga like this is what i do like they even say he could step away from it and still say i'm still gonna be the best dad i can be to the point where it made me feel like i wasn't stepping up as a parent because i'm looking at him going damn this like he's he's busy as fuck and he's still doing what he's doing like yeah absolutely like you mean like shit? I need to step up. Like that—that's putting yourself accountable. Them first. I mean, not even that. I mean, you call me Brian. Everybody wants your attention, and uh, and you're still doing like that's. A lot of people say, you know, I'll, I'll sleep when I die. Kobe was the walking embodiment. Yeah, of I'll sleep when I'll die. He, he and that's he, what he. You can tell he lived off of naps in <laughs> three hours. I think he. I don't know. I think he just was different. I think he slept off and worked off of naps. I think there was a point where his phone cut off and his phone cut off. And that was and he, that, and yeah, everybody he, fucking knew. Like took everybody those, knew those whatever hour, many hours sleeps, and then he was up at that same time, and he was like, it was, it was just ridiculous. I mean, like, it was very. I was this is what I do over here it's, because it's I was like Kobe man trained on vacation. Yeah. yeah. Oh no. Yeah. 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 You know, but so he, he was the even then the perfect nigga. Like that was it. Like he was. The perfect nigga. But even then, oh, like, like when you hear conversations <laughs> now after he's passed, the conversation that that other players have of Kobe, 
where they're like, motherfucker, like Bradley Bill was like, and he was talking to uh, all the smoke when he was talking to Matt Barnes, Stephen Jackson. He was like, nigga, did Kobe ever like uh, do that 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 hissing shit? And they were like, they knew exactly what he was talking about. That was yeah. that that embodied like where people have all these stories, and oh, they're all yeah. different, but they're all yeah. crazy or amazing. Or even like, for instance, Mark, shout out to Mark Tucker, our, our uh, coworker. He met Kobe in person. He said, Co- he's not even a Kobe fan like that, but he said Kobe was mad professional. He he was there for the simple fact that he was there to root on his uh, his uh, daughter. It wasn't about uh, it being about him. He was like, I'll take, you know, a, a qu- you can take a quick picture, but I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that because if I do it for you, everybody's want a picture. But he, it was that that drive to say i am here strictly for her this isn't this has no no he no said boundaries no, yeah no person nothing personal but this i am here for them and uh you could take a picture of me that's fine i don't mind but i'm not doing the autograph signings and all that i'm here for my daughter's sake to to support her and that like i said i think that speaks volumes of how great and every person can have a different story about the same man and it still be amazing like like but you know what this is what we don't think about with Kobe too. Like he almost like proved that anybody could do this. You know what I'm saying? Anybody could do this. It's like Gotta have a hunger, yeah. I'm not saying he's average, you know what I mean? Like he's a different motherfucking human. Like he's far beyond just he he was the perfect of everything. Whereas like, yo nigga, you figured it out. Oh. But like with athletically, Top. he wasn't Faster, better, or nothing than everybody else, right? Just it was at the about average, but he worked harder than everybody else. Oh. Like you can do it if you want it. You just gotta actually want it and do it. Oh. <laughs> I'll talk, but uh, I think we spent entirely too long. But it, I think it's necessary, especially oh no, we can spend a whole segment on Kobe. Like, Kobe's we could birthday, Mama's day. Yeah, I mean, easy. this man was amazing for me. He's one of my biggest influences growing up. So, rest in peace, man. You you've uh, influenced a lot of a lot of people, and I every day I wake up and still can't believe he's gone, bro. Oh. He's the only athlete I ever wrote on in, uh, Instagram. Yeah. I sent him a straight DM. <laughs> oh, I'll admit it. Would have been forty three this year, but um, moving on, um. I don't know if we keep it. Let's keep it light, and then we'll get to that. Um, so <laughs> Kendrick Lamar releases a song. Well, part Paul of the song son. this week. What? Paul was only son. Okay. Um, he released a song this week with his cousin Baby King, uh, called "Family Ties." Uh, your thoughts or takes on this gentleman? I think it was dope. Fire, was it? Fire is coming. Yeah, it's a warning shot. Fire think, is coming. Yeah. Think shot. Cannons are loaded. Artillery is ready to fire. This you shit know why Kanye released his album? He said, oh shit, Kendrick's coming, nigga. <laughs> gotta drop that lover boy shit soon because he, he, he ran out of time. <laughs> fire like is coming. There's a what statement. The, the, um, all the Who went platinum? All that shit. Those motherfucking hard drives. Like you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 hey, Kendrick's he, he, one of those who don't even care about album sales. He's like, you can sell outsell me, but did you outrap me? Let's be honest. Yeah, Kendrick's <laughs> Kendrick's a motherfucking beast. Um, so, uh, do you feel like this was directed at 
I mean, he said top five enough. Obviously, mm-hmm. it was directed. Do you think it's specific towards what he saw and, and, and then saw as far as, like, the J. Cole's dropping and Drake's constantly dropping? And, like, him even taking a shot saying, pretty much, I'm putting out my shit when I feel like it. you're not going to force me or rush me to do so. That, I'm putting that, it out when I want to, and it's going to be what I want it to be. I personally believe that that, that was a shot of J. Cole. I'm going to put my shit out when it's ready. I think that was a shot of J. Cole because I I really feel like that last J. Cole project, you want to call it a mixtape, you want to call it whatever that shit, that shit was rushed. That shit was rushed. That was that was just some, hey, I got this shit here. I'll throw this together just to get you guys off my back uh, about some shit. I I think, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off with that. My bad. But uh, that top five, I mean, who really gives a fuck? When you're talking about rappers in the game, he's he's you're talking, very... you're, you're talking to you're talking to Drake, you're talking to uh, you're talking to Cole, uh, and you fucking uh, three through five, five don't fucking matter because I feel like he's subjective. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody else moving units. It's all subjective too. It is subjective. Five is subjective. I think he's like, saying whoever the, the only, fuck you're talking about. The only person is. right now that can drop something right now without any type of media exposure and moving units is Jay. Jay and Kendrick and Drake, Jay Z, yeah, that's, that's it. Everybody else, they they need to roll out. But I think with that line, that whoever your top five is, is like if you think they're the top five, I'm about to eat them. Hey, Doesn't even matter. Doesn't even matter. You gotta talk to me first if they won't talk to God. <laughs> God damn, nigga, what you say? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna talk to Jesus. I gotta call Kendrick. To me, to I me, what Kendrick even... was saying on that, on that, like he he was basically saying, "I'm coming." It's kind of like mm-hmm. early '90s, early '90s when you know how X used to, when X, when uh, DMX was the hottest shit in the street, and and, and you, when you heard that growl, you you knew that the next 16 bars was about to blow nigga out, yeah. out of sock. What? It's, it's, it's it's coming. What people don't give Kendrick enough credit for is his uh, is his way of approaching it because he's very business. It's very. There's a like even uh bordering on the Kobe mentality. It's very, I know what the fuck I'm gonna do. I know how it's gonna go. Yeah. Even like when I've had conversations with Maurice when he's talking about damn, and he said how you could play it for front to back, and it's the same way. It's not. No one else does it. No one else that can do that. Works. Yeah, and th- that even then, like J Cole's, they can't put out projects like that where it's so thought out and everything goes together and it and it and it forms and it gels perfectly. Like, so even now, with that that song that was very much planned. Uh, he is rolling out his his. It's supposed to be his final top dog project, but at the same token, he's pushing his label. He didn't say it was his last album, like Jay Cole's oh, gearing yeah. up for. He said, "Nah, I'm, this is my final top dog shit." But don't get it twisted. This is a label. This is my cousin. He's on my label. If you watch the video, you can tell they're pushing it heavy. Like there's a there's a a thought process where he's like this shit is is very thought out well thought out and i don't think people he's give him enough credit ahead. about that he's five years ahead yeah he's already got it ready like and he's like oh yeah by the way top dog last thing but don't get it twisted nigga i'm still coming i'm still gonna be that dude you're still gonna be like and and now he's the top of it he's not he is top dog he is the top dog of his label so yeah i when it and when it comes to top dog the group man i'm only I mean, they have a lineup over there that's spectacular. Uh, so I don't, I don't think yeah. he's gonna, I don't think he's gonna, um, you know, separate. Still gonna fuck with him. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he's gonna separate his relationships. But I do feel like, man, in, in the next, I, I, it, it may be, we don't know. It could be next Friday. It could be uh, three months from now. But whenever he decides to hit, hit the button, the shit, yeah, napalm. 
it's going to change. For everyone's going to be on Kendrick yeah. for a long. Thing, thing is, it's not going to be forgettable. Because what, I'm, I'm I feel like I do feel yeah. like I know Cole has done it twice. The whole double platinum on features, but I feel like Kendrick, if he if he really wanted to, if he wanted that, he could have it. I feel like Kendrick don't give a fuck about sales. Don't you don't I give a fuck like about he, sales? And, and everybody else says about sales. They Our say opinion. that until he drops, and when he drops, they're like, "Fuck, I got a rap." <laughs> and what they, makes it even dope is every one of his projects sounds different, and it's and he he just he goes different. to what he wants to to say, and people just rock with it. Where I feel like everyone else is trying to ride a wave of whatever's popular to Popping stay good. relevant. So He's, like he literally uh, will do his own artist. thing. Yeah, he does his own thing and puts it out, and people fuck with it heavy. Now, sometimes it takes it's a slow burn, like with a to pimp a butterfly for a lot of people. A lot of people didn't fuck with it at first. Yeah, and when you actually listen and let it sit, like let it, yeah, poetry. they didn't get it. They didn't when get you it. actually listen to it, it was like okay, I fucks with this. So it's like that's the dope thing about Kendrick is he can still keep putting out shit, and it'll be way different. But you'll it'll eventually be like I fuck with this. Like he shifts the culture when yeah. he drops. Yeah, oh, I mean, the whole we, thing. We, we could do a couple sections on uh, or segments just on Depend Butterfly. The mind fuck that whole album is when you think and about think, the con, the concept, you think about the message, you think about the interviews, how he's interviewing. Pop, nigga, how that album up. started? Oh like, my god, oh, every nigga is a star. What? <laughs> like, like, yeah, like that shit. Think about on. this shit though. There's only a few people in in entertainment. You can you can either agree or not agree. There's only a few people in entertainment that you can literally legitimately say whatever they do, they're successful at because they have the hunger. Now, yeah, the drive. we never got to see Kobe act. But I guarantee you if Kobe decided he wanted to act at any time, he would have been the dopest basketball playing actor. He uh, wasn't going to do comedy roles. He was going to do serious roles. Yeah. He was going to be Denzel. Oh, but even then, like I can say with Kendrick, like I've seen Kendrick act a couple of times and I, I was like, this nigga doesn't, I haven't seen him act ever. He did a good job when he did like the role on power. Um, I feel like anything Kendrick puts his mind to, and there's only a few in the industry Jeez. that that they anything they do, they're successful at because they have the fucking hunger. Yeah, Tupac. There's only a few people that can actually do something. Anything that they do, they're really fucking good at because they put the time in. One, be good one, at it. And even Eminem. Is, uh, uh, I think Donald Glover. Yeah. Donald Glover. Donald Glover is different. He's different. He's think different. About, that motherfucker's different. Think about Eminem and uh, Eight Mile. Yeah, ever acted before? It wasn't no, no no fucking actor. Like, but you did you you bought him in that role. Granted, it was loosely autobiographical, but it but was it was something where you still sold. Yeah, but he he sold you yeah. on that character. You felt B Rabbit. Like you were like, yeah. damn, this yeah. nigga. I, I think I think when you're passionate about your art, no matter what that art form is, it's going to be great. Exactly. I think, comes yeah. from, I think that comes from humility too. And you know you're dope, you're confident as fuck, but you're like, I you know also if, have to respect this craft. Yep, and you know that if you if you half step it, they're gonna see it. So like, it, I think that's dope. Like, and it, there's only a few that can do that in the industry, uh, entertainment or whatever. Like they can whatever they put their mind to, they're dope at it. Like, we're just gonna give Kobe a pass on that rapping shit, but that had to do with the fact that I. Whatever he, he was, was no Dame about. Dollar, but he wasn't bad. I mean, he, he wasn't bad. It just rap. his, his wasn't subject matter. Test. He was his subject matter at the time wasn't realistic. <laughs> you heard Ron Artest rap, but you gotta so, think about it, man. His subject matter would be different, bro, because he grew up in Italy. You know, he had a small stand of yeah. lifetime as a teen in America. I'm saying 
It's different, uh, I guess different mindset. Different somebody different. like I think it was LL or somebody. I think it was LL. He said that he Kobe had played him his music, and he was like, "Dude, no one's gonna believe that you're a gangster." But he had to change <laughs> up his whole yeah. whole thing, and it was like. I wouldn't do want to hear Kobe's gangster raps. With that same vein, if Kobe decided to be a fucking thug, he would have been the biggest thug nigga out there. Exactly. <laughs> They'd be oh. like, oh, we, we got to call that nigga. We'll I, feel like, that I feel like Kobe would have been ghost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I, I'm suffering my family, but I, if I have to, I'll kill you. I will kill you. And that's the thing. I, I know going back to Kobe, with the, I think it's dope that even like the hardest niggas in, in basketball, would, now when they talk about Kobe, they said, you know, bullshit aside, Kobe was one of the realest niggas they ever came across because they might not have liked it when they played him. But when they, when you know, after after they got done playing and they yeah. respected him because he never switched up. Honestly, was, that honestly, was him. He was true to himself. Yeah. Yes, I do take that to my life. I take that in my life. I never... That's one thing I've always said. I can't stray away from who the fuck I am. I just can't, no matter what. I'll never do it. That's the big key, and a lot of people can't do it. So that's 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 what's up. I live by that. You be be who you are, and you know your 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 people who rock with you gonna rock with you regardless because they know who you are. You know that's why this podcast exists. Um, The ones that don't, I go like this. Fuck (laughs) them. I wish you the best, brother. These two. Two Kevin and Maurice are like two sides of the same coin because they every time I go to them for advice they tell me the same exact answer. Fuck them. Do you fuck them? Oh, man, um, I learned that from some old nigga in comedy. Hey. Like it was, I was having a day where I was just like, man, I was trying to figure it out. And he had been in comedy for like 25, 30 years, and he was just like, yeah, do what you're gonna do. You you know what funny is. You're funny, so be funny. And if they don't fuck with it, fuck those fools. Whatever. <laughs> You'll see another crowd. <laughs> that's real talk um, opinions, it, the opinions of people who don't affect your life personally don't matter but uh continuing on uh, entertainment Kanye West like you guys said today <laughs> dropped Donda but can we talk about heard, I'm, I'm, can we talk I'm about the intro yeah, Donda, Donda, Donda 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 people grieve differently oh man they grieve differently like you know, we gotta let Nick grieve. Uh, uh, <laughs> like, I did skip that too. I was just, I thought something was gonna drop, and then I was like, nothing's dropping. I was waiting for the beat. I yeah, was, I was waiting like, oh, for this, be, this might be hard. Like, oh, okay. Nope. Nah. <laughs> I had, I've lost faith in Kanye. That didn't surprise me though. Like, when it comes to Kanye, I don't have expectations of shit. Cause I'm like, this motherfucker don't give no fucks. What? The epitome of no fucks of what y'all niggas think is that nigga. <laughs> to, to, uh, la- uh, to, to elaborate on what, what Maurice said, he was either last pod or the one before. He said it has to be dope because he used his mother's name uh, as the title. Y'all, it has to be dope. It's probably the best album in his fucking life to him. Uh, so it I don't think even he matter knows. to him. I think the fact that he hold it off on it for so long lets me know that he didn't have that kind of faith in it. The all the listening parties. All that shit. It's 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 quite evident that he did not have the the confidence that he had in all I, those other I, albums. I can't say I anything's think he messed evident up. with I that didn't. gentleman. Now I, I'm gonna say it's this. hard for me to say anything's evident with that film. I'm gonna say this because I said before so record. I have not listened to the whole album. I'm only like 14 tracks in, and on this two hour journey that Kanye is taking me on. But I think he messed up. I feel like he probably should have had 
the J track about six or seven tracks in because that would have kind of like now we're re- re- revitalized people to kind of push through the rest to see if I'm gonna get another verse. Having J on the second track, I said, I okay. Even I'm the mixing and that unfinished and that, album. That mixing and that and that uh fucking echo shit he likes to do that he did on Jesus and all that. I do not fuck with that. Like I don't, I don't like the singing. I don't like the singing. I feel Pablo. That nigga was on the cell phone talking to niggas. You think this guy cares? He's like, no. I'm just shooting my ad lib tracks. You're like, wait. Did I he just press really this think, motherfucker? <laughs> I just really think that Kanye. He th- uh, he th- he's sitting in the house like this is fire. <laughs> I think for him when he got with with the Kardashian clan and got get got get it out, it just I think it changed him. Like I don't know what that family has, what's okay. in the vagina. I don't know. I just know that he changes. I don't even think it's the family. I just think that some people just don't handle fame well. And then he at the height of his fandom, he lost the most important person in his life. And he just done. He just but he even, does not know how to deal. Even then, though, he he was still putting out certain qu- quality of projects uh, before then. But it, when he got with around his family, I mean, there are pictures of him with blonde hair and blue eyes, bro. It's Kanye, nigga. Oh, he did the same hey, There's a picture of him with a with a, with a with a grocery bag on his face too. What does that mean? I'm saying, but this didn't happen. Yeah. So after them, th- this oh, didn't man, happen before. The publicity. Can't figure yeah. out. We can't. Figure He's not out grounded. When he lost his mother, man, his the, him losing his mother was a big thing. I his mother that, kept, but he didn't lose his mother, his mother while he was with them. He lost his mother way before they even came in the picture, my nigga. Yeah. You can't even hey. say that it's it's his it's mother's basis. Like it was know. a it was I a big gap. I can't say that. I can't say that. I, I don't know because I don't... it was two thousand nine or two. When no, I I'm just saying we don't know how long that. Took for him. We don't know. Yeah, but that's I, his mama. That's, that's because, all he had. That's all me, he if, had. If, if, if I can get a little I bit suppressed serious, it for a while. If I, get, if I can get a little bit serious, like grief is different. Um, if, if you know me, I was I was raised mostly by my grandparents, and I, I lost them both back back to back, a year and a half apart. And you're in the now. I'm in the now by one. Another one hits. I'm in the now by that one. And so it's almost like a three, three and a half, four year span before grief really, I just hit the wall. So you don't know just because it happened in 09, it may not, because when it happened, he was like full screaming ahead. He's Kanye up here. Everybody wants to track. He's, his albums are doing good. So just maybe after, after, after he slows down, that's when it hits him. You know, but I'm saying even what you're saying there is all speculation. I'm going by yeah. timeline of where he, he, when it happened and when it happened, you're telling what you're saying is a speculation to that because I'm going by the time frame of when he was around that family and when shit started to go south. Yeah, but we don't know when, 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 but when, that could have been a what did he do with Kim? Was that dark fantasy after that one? It was after, way after that one. That way, what about this? The, around what life just with Pablo a and mom in the house changed him too. Hmm. What happened? You know what I'm saying? He didn't have a mom, he lost his mom, and he just kept going, and then he got with the family. And then Chris became that mom figure. Yeah, we don't Chris know what about that did to him. Chris don't care about you know him. But he, to him, it doesn't mean it doesn't mean he didn't see that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He could have saw it different, and that could have fucked him up there. I'm just going by. So they both could what, be. What what I've man. seen, and same thing with Lamar Odom. Some of the things that I've seen, it Lamar really is broken. What the fuck happened? Lamar is broken, man. My my wife was watching like Love and Hip Hop something, and they had him. I saw Lamar. I said, "This man is broken on the inside. You can see through his eyes." Like he, he's not the same. He's not the same man. That man is broken. I don't know. Aha. I said, damn. 
I, I just know. feel like they drain the um, I I because you know their their success is really usually based on others, and they kind of attach themselves to something no. and keep moving. Well, you, you I feel can like with, they, you can say that with certainty. Their success is based on others. Yeah, and they jump onto it and they just suck them dry, and then when they no longer need them, they she started with OJ. So we ain't lost Trevor Scott yet. So Travis Scott. <laughs> He's still the same Travis Scott. See, the thing is, Travis Scott did to them what they've been doing to others. He attached himself to one He's who was uh, about to be a billionaire, and he uh, knocked so he, her up he, and said, he, I'm he getting pimped that check. The, he pimped the butterfly. He pimped them, yeah. <laughs> Think about it. He even he got McDonald's like, bills his now. Biggest flex, his biggest flex is saying that my baby mama is a billionaire. So like when he says shit like oh, that. baby mama of two. Yeah, so he knocked her up twice. He gives he's collecting a check. Like he he did the smart. He, he, that's the only thing I respect about Travis Scott. I don't like his music. When that nigga say he the hottest one in the room, he meant he wasn't talking about weed. He was talking about something else. Yeah, he's getting he's talking he's, about the he's, IQ. He's getting a bag, but he's getting it in a different way. He he's, he he learned from Kevin Featherline, but he didn't make her look crazy. He just knocked yeah. her out. He did the nigga away. Well, I guess we can say that the our opinions on the Donya is I'm I'm gonna say mine is to be uh, determined. I I don't have a I'll yeah. say exactly what I thought it was going to be, and I'm disappointed. You, you, would you say it's trash? Uh, well, I'm it's not Paul George in it, but it's close. Oh, shit. Damn, well, I didn't Keith? mind it. Keith, did you listen to it? No, nah, I haven't really had time. Yet. Don't waste your time. He's walking around Walmart. Hey, nigga, yeah, you're, you're in Jordan you? Freedoms. Don't, don't let that uh, yeah, lock don't let you that kill something. You. Don't, let, <laughs> don't let that kill your vibe. Hey, man, man. do it. <laughs> don't, don't let Kanye kill you. Oh, no, fuck that. Don't do it. Don't get locked yeah. in. Do it. <laughs> All right. So, hey, hold moving on. on. This is why I'm in favor of him changing his name to Yee. Because then now we can say this is a different artist. Because it's a different name, go. right? On hair, blue eye. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on. Um, I guess on a more serious note, um, well, we we've all as a country, uh, a world, have dealt with COVID nineteen. That's humanity. Um, yeah, humanity. Um, each one of us uh have different perspectives on it. Um, uh, so I guess we we'll just go around the, the podcast and talk about the ways it's in, in impacted us, whether it be personal or uh, uh indirectly. Um, Maurice, I, uh, do you want to jump in? Throw your throw your hat in the, the ring. Yeah, I'm 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 a uh, freshly out of quarantine. I was positive. Um, spent a couple of days not looking too well, but uh, not as bad as most. Uh, no, I think I lost no, uh, a good amount of weight too. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, no hospital trip, nothing like that. Um, it was it, it started off like a cold, and then it went to like a like a bad, like a, to me, it was kind of like a, like a bad flu, like just a last, mm-hmm. like a little bronchitis in the chest type thing. Um, uh, that and, uh, some, 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 uh, gastational problems, uh, lost a lot of weight, couldn't eat, um, you know, and, uh, and, uh, it was not, not just me, you know, it was the whole family. And you know, I learned a couple of weeks ago, my sister, it went to my sister's household. So I mean, it, it's it's definitely a real thing. I mean, a lot, I know a lot of people out there don't think that COVID is real, but it's real. Um, was it scary? Very scary. Um, 
you know, but it's not a, it's like I said, it's not unbeatable. I don't think it's unbeatable. Uh, I don't think it's something that you should uh, fear life or anything like that. Um, you know, it affects everyone differently. You know, uh, I just happened to, you know, I, I didn't crap out. When the, when the dice rolled my way, it wasn't the crap out. What about you, uh, Kevin? I mean, if that's a, y'all don't ever say that to the flu. And crap out? <laughs> like, I, <laughs> I just feel like it's, I don't fuck with it, but I don't, I don't stop my life, but I don't, I don't take it lightly, if that makes sense. Yeah. So it's like. You got to live, man. Yeah, I got to live, but I, I got to, that shit is, I've seen responsible. what it can do to some people, yeah. That, yeah, it can get bad. But like I said, well, not everybody. It didn't do that. It didn't take you out, which is a blessing. Thank God. Like we had, there was just a comedian who was just fucking. Uh, that fool was terrified. He had to go to the ER, and he was just like on there. He's like, I don't know if we'll make it through the night. And I'm like, God damn. Yeah. Like that's scary because Amanda, she. That's not funny to me. It's funny to me, but it's probably not funny to everybody else because. Remember, we had we started shooting this because somebody at the school in my daughter's class contracted it. So we got her tested, and she kind of had a cold. So she was like, shit, does she have it? And it came back, and she was negative. Mm-hmm. And then everybody in the house got sick. And I was like, well, she's negative, and we waited long enough. I think we're fine. We just have a cold. But then Amanda was like, nah, I don't want to wake up dead. I was like, well, you ain't going to wake up if you're dead. <laughs> but. Fuck. <laughs> I don't want like, to I think you have yes. a couple of symptoms before you get to that. But it, it fucks with people. Yeah. Fuck. It's, yeah. It's I mean, it's I, mean I, was, worse. I, I was in denial because, I, I mean, I felt fine. Uh, for a while, you know, and uh, I, I have real bad allergies year-round anyway, so I, I didn't really think anything of it. Um, but then when my wife told me she didn't feel well, and I said, okay, okay, let's go. Yeah. Let's go see what's going on here. And, uh, you know, we made Did you lose sense of smell? No, I could, I, I smell and taste the whole way, whole time. I, I heard that's fucking weird. They, people were just like, man, I got this burrito and I can't smell and taste this shit. I'm so mad. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I did I did have a friend who uh, lost lost taste uh, her taste and smell and uh, she she was you know she wanted she's like man I'm craving a a, a Reese's cup and her husband was like why you can't taste the shit uh, I'd be killing <laughs> tofu at that point I'd be getting like fuck it <laughs> I can't you taste what, the shit man? I might as well eat healthy shit yeah right I mean I mean it's it's hitting different like around here man we we the first week we survived off watermelon we was really niggering up like that was the only thing. <laughs> That was the only thing that I would I would even risk eating. Like I, I didn't want anything solid. Like it's, you know you know how it's supposed to be a serious segment. God damn! Ooh, I didn't want anything shit. solid, man. It was we lived off watermelon and grapes because if you threw that shit up, it didn't hurt as much as you know throwing up a corn inside a burrito or some shit. Of what? Niggering it up. Go ahead. Definition. Throwing it up. Oh, you said niggering it up. Oh, niggering up. Oh, you you just doing you know you take a black stereotype and you do it to the most. To the Did y'all okay. eat the seeds and shit like you chew oh, the seeds? Who don't eat the seeds, nigga? That's how you eat them. <laughs> oh, I guess I'm bougie. I'm just 
Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. So I mean, I was man, like, so within the first week, I think my wife lost like twelve pounds. I lost about eight, and uh, it was weird because I was, I mean, I was the only one with with a cough. The only one. I was the only one with a cough. Only one throwing up, and I was throwing up water. Like I couldn't eat yeah. hold water down, so. Um, I wasn't about to eat nothing else. And then when I finally got an appetite, man, I was fucking up that Campbell soup like a motherfucker. <laughs> I just wanted hot soup, like just vegetable soup. Like I, I went small. Uh, and then the doctor told me no dairy. And I was like, nigga, you know who I am? Like, I, I live off dairy. Like, I need eggs and creamer. I had to drink coffee daily. <laughs> you know, but uh, yeah, water, the first week, watermelon. And then uh, slowly but surely around day, Basically, what they told us day seven is the seven between six and ten are your worst days, and you know normally by day seven you know how it's gonna go. And about day eight, I started to feel a little better, and then um, I'm back to normal now. You know. What about you, Keith? Is he there? Uh, there you go. I mean, it's it's definitely change the way I move. Um, mainly because uh, I have, at least currently, I have three family members that have very weak immune systems. So I'm trying to be as careful as possible because uh, still interact with them. So I don't know. It's and then I have my own health problems, so it's kind of one of those things where, like, I'm even though I'm kind of thinking about everybody else a little more, I'm still trying to watch myself too because I'm not. I don't. I don't know how it would go. I understand that. And then one of my biggest concerns was I just didn't, I wanted to make sure I didn't, I didn't I'm not the cause of anybody else being sick. Yeah. You know. I get, I get what you're saying. And then I uh recently found out what the hell is that? Oh. Um last week, uh a family member of mine, young way younger than me, passed from catching it. So it's one of those things where there's always that reminder of health. Healthy people can pass too. Oh yeah. Oh. So that that I'm not living in fear. I'm not gonna lie and say um, there wasn't a little bit of that last year in the beginning. Just because the uh, the lack of information and stuff like that, um, and obviously being on lockdown, like just the whole mood of the whole world was just doom and gloom. So, um, the thing that upsets me the most is a lot of people out here still acting like it's just nothing. There's a lot of people that swear it's a fucking it's still a hoax. And it's just like, yo, they need to walk through our ICU and see motherfuckers on Vitaliners. I think they're lying. I think they're trolling. 
They're full of shit, and they just want to well, fight. I think a good portion of them are trolls. I think they want to fight. Same they just want to fight. They shit like that, and I just play that's crazy. Or oh, they're brainwashed by the internet, and they go on those fucking crazy websites, and you're like, you believe this? Oh, you dumb. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Andy? Um, well, last year my sister contracted it, her whole household, and they just had the whole uh, not being able to smell or taste, and uh, you know having congestion and stuff like that. But they were able to get through it. Um, uh, this week my uh, cousin Nathan, um. He had uh, contracted it and he moved to Texas. Um, it's been about a month that he had contracted it. Um, and this week they found out he wasn't going to make it. So it's like going through that shit and, and seeing his family go through that shit. Um, it's tough. Cause you, you, you see how it affects his kids and... Um, his his wife and not being able to see be in the same uh, room and like seeing how it uh it can change shit and like it makes you think about possibilities of you getting it and what it can do to your personal life like like what Keith was saying like you you you're more mindful of it because you you think about even though you're being more considerate about other people you are also, also thinking about yourself because you don't want uh, to put your family through something like that. Um, I just know uh, this pandemic changed a whole lot of shit. Um, just try to figure out uh, how to move and also try to live your life, but at the same time, move carefully and uh, and and, respe- and and responsibly. One of the one of the scariest thing to me is that you know I I felt like I we have been moving safely man like you know we had no cases close to us the whole time since it started you know we've been in the clear we very very methodical about what we did you know we we took calculated risks you know what I mean and uh, like you know we even to this day I mean if it's a three to four day incubation period but like we can't narrow down where we possibly or how we even possibly contracted it. Like we can't say it was this, it was going here, or it was this event, or it was this person, or we can't do that because any when we look back over the timeline, like yeah, we went to were we in public? Yeah, were we in public places? Those some were crowded, yeah, but that don't that day don't mat don't add up to the the, the period, the incubation period, and uh, and um kind of piggyback off what Stutter said. I mean it's, I mean it was it was hard. Like I was I was. In, in my case, the wife and I got were, were, were real sick for a couple of days. Um, my my daughter, like a champ, you know, um, she was pretty much normal. But I had those thoughts, man. Like, man, like this 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 house stands on my shoulders. I can't. Psychological shit. I, I got yeah. I got I got to beat it. You know, what I mean, I got I got to beat it. If I if if I if I go down, the house goes down. My mom was crying when she had to get tested. This was last year. Somebody in the office caught it. She was like, I don't want to get, I don't want to get my grandbaby sick. And I'm like, well, you can't control that, but it's like, it fucks with you mentally too. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, the word to worry, cause you know, like, like you said, um, you know, some, some people make it, some people don't, 
and that that thought of not making it definitely crossed my mind personally a couple times. So I know the the worry and everything. It's just rough. rough. Has this? Uh, I don't know if that's too personal. Go ahead, what? Has this changed your outlook on the vaccine? Yes and no. Because I've done more research on the vaccine and basically um, there's a doctor and, you know, scientist, doctor, way someone way smarter than me saying how people, um, because we, we had the Delta variant. So people saying mm-hmm. how people who are vaccinated are actually um, catching the Delta and then spreading the Delta because they don't, yeah. they don't, they're not necessarily getting symptoms. So they're actually... They're actually a character, uh, a carrier, and don't know they're a carrier because they have the previous vaccine. So, um, and uh, like a lot of times, it's kind of like it's it's similar to the flu shot. So just because you have it doesn't mean you can't contract it. And so you basically, you know, my 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 take on the vaccine is, um, I mean, it's it's a gamble. It's like the flu shot, it's a gamble. You might get it, you might not. And and then if you but if you don't have it, are you strong enough to beat beat the disease? That's Without. where the kicker is for me. Yeah, that's what it that's is. where it comes in for me where I'm like, fuck it. I mean, smoke these things, so I'm not worried about what's in the motherfuckers. So like if it if we catch it and we all have it, fuck. At least we'll beat it. Yeah. Well, that's well, cool. Uh, it's a mad serious man. topic too. Like yeah, that's right. a mad that serious shit. topic. Oh, <laughs> I was trying. I was, I was trying not to tear up. So, um, oh, oh can I put? I, I mean, they're that. not gonna. They're not gonna see this, but yeah, fuck my mom's job. I'm just gonna put oh. that out there because oh, that was whoa. <laughs> because she shoot it off. She's a cancer survivor. Her job knows this, but they don't give two fucks about it. They won't let her work. Three, no. There's been three, three people, or is it four, that have come down with it in her office. Oh shit! And not only did they not want to tell anybody about it, I mean, I guess legally they can't. Well, they can't say who. Yeah. They can say, but then the problem with that with COVID is that if you say yes, someone contracted COVID, and you you, motherfucker got quarantined, you pretty much figure out what it is. Yeah, I mean that's that's how everybody kind of figured out who who ended up with it, and they didn't work terribly far from where she works in the office. Not worrying about the who, that's what we need to not worry about because we're so, each other to fucking hate each other. Yeah. Well, no, I mean there was no there was no hate or anything like that's true, but it's on high alert now. Yeah. It's, it's the, I mean that's it's the, the witch hunt. You can't control how other people live, man. So you you can yeah. only control how you and your your unit moves. And um, I mean, Stutter knows, man. My my our circle is really small. I don't really I don't really hang around a lot. I fuck with a lot of people. So you know, I I didn't I, ne- I didn't think catching it would be a possibility. You know, with my circle being as small as it is, so we you can't control it. I mean, we could have got it at a grocery store. It could have been shit. I could have got it on, at a at a customer pickup on the job, like. Literally, the fucked up thing is you literally could have just walked the same path as someone who had it and you didn't even know you yeah. walked through it like yeah. it's the same path yeah. there where someone sneezed you just happened to walk through that path you wouldn't even know yeah so i mean 
I just I'm just I'm just grateful that um everyone um is okay. Everyone who also um tested positive that was at my daughter's birthday party is okay. Everyone's everybody survived, no one's on ventilators. We're strong, everybody's back hundred percent, we we good. I mean, and um even the even there was people who tested positive out of our group that are were vaccinated. And they have they have they have very mild symptoms, but again, they were positive. So this is um, I don't want to go too much into the vaccine shit. But like that's the thing that gets me is when people tell me that they're like, Well, you could still get it and you're like, Yeah, there's nothing out there in the world that's a hundred percent. There's nothing. <laughs> yeah, I mean hundred percent that you can't get it or that will protect you? Well, no, it seems as if it protects. You can't like that hundred percent that you won't get it. You know what I mean? Only thing, the only thing that protects you from sickness is death. I mean that. I, I mean right. that's you this is getting to uh, you do some motherfucking Socrates shit. It's getting too deep. For me. Um, <laughs> moving on uh, on some lighter shit to make me laugh before I fucking snap. Um, great challenge. Who did he put out a new album? Oh, great challenge. Great challenge. The Hood Olympics. We could, we, hey, we could flip it into some conspiracy shit, nigga, if you want to. <laughs> nah, a thousand dollars for Andy to do it. I already do it. Ooh. Wait, 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 wait. What'd you say, Keith? I said a thousand dollars for Andy to do it. Nah. Yeah. On live. On live. Should I do it for a rack? Can I show, fail? Show me the thousand. Am I allowed first. to fail? I fail? Like, I don't have to finish, right? I'm no, you have to finish. First. That's so the I'm going to fall on the first, uh, first crate. <laughs> Show me the thousand first. Like it. I like the. I, well, let me do this. I'm more concerned about where people are getting these crates from. Nigga, no, I'm mad. I didn't. I need. To I should invest in it. <laughs> like you know how you uh, beer. In it? You think this is public? Do you? Do you know how? You, no, you know how beer pong got like official cups and shit like that. No, I'm gonna yeah, start making no, some yeah. official official crates. Those were white guys. These is niggas. They ain't gonna. F- Come on, Keith. Come on now. I mean, if you if you make them blingy enough, they'll get them. Oh, you, you talking about the, culture vultures? Yeah. Did you see the crate? Did you see the crate challenge of the, of the white people where they actually they built a platform over their pool and then they had the, on the platform they had the crates on the platform. So when they fell off the crates, they fell into the water. So they wouldn't kill themselves. Smart. I mean, it's still dumb, but it's smart. That takes out that takes out the challenge. <laughs> You're supposed to get hurt. I just want I want my people to be safe out here, and I I feel like we do a lot of a lot of dumb I'm shit. Sure All right, I'm, I'm cool with it. I'm gonna tell what, you what, what did you say earlier, Maurice? What was it? What the niggerish? Niggerish? The niggerish? Hey, the real niggerish? I'll take yeah. this niggerish because niggerish with the knockout challenge and all those other things. Fuck all that. Hey, hurt yourself. Hurt yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I, guess I will that, say you, this: a couple of videos this for years. The couple of videos I've seen of the people actually making it up on and down, like they're like hood legends now. They, they the wrote, wrote the joint. The yeah. <laughs> oh my god! I was like, he must have invented this. He invented the crate challenge. <laughs> oh, the first one I saw. I said, "Who? The, what the fuck is this?" So he ain't rolling. gonna make it, and then he started walking down. I was like, "Oh, he's nah. like, oh, he's, he must be <laughs> Elon Musk robot." <laughs> one thing, one thing I know about weed smokers—they ain't fucking up their weed. <laughs> he was he sure himself. He, he was gonna get jumped on camera, like, and hey, he dropped all the weed. <laughs> he was fucking up that weed. That's the hardest flex. 
that is. That's some so cocky shit. He, 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 he wasn't tripping. Yeah, he wasn't messing with that weed, man. I'm all about it, but you know white people gonna take this shit. Oh yeah. I'm be one, I wouldn't be, be surprised if it's gonna be like a stage in Ninja Warrior next season or some shit. No, I wouldn't be surprised if it ends up in the Olympics in like 20 years. Nah, that's still black shit. They ain't put that in the Olympics. The only black shit they're going to have in there is basketball because it's Canadian. Canadian. I mean, breakdance is about to be in the Olympics. Oh, that's dope. I forgot about that. My bad. Let me shut the fuck up. (laughs) I mean, how many Olympic sports sports isn't black shit? Am I too broke? No, no. Let me step up. What you mean? What you mean? You talking about soccer? Nigga, that ain't black shit. Don't we do everything? Don't we do everything, though? national. Don't we do everything though? Ah, shit. No. Um, no, we don't. If, if, no, we if, don't. We do water polo, nigga. We do right. synchronized swimming, diving. I, I know. <laughs> we avoid water. Fencing. I know. I'm gonna sound fencing. like an asshole no, for, for saying this. <laughs> What's that? You got about two minutes left, nigga. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh, you got oh. What time? It's ten. It's about to be ten thirty. I mean, it's oh it's, shit. It is kind of late. It's, I mean, we can wrap it up. I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just throwing I mean, it out there because I know we like normally we, we get into this and we go and oh, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah, keep it going. Next segment, so yeah, fuck that crazy yeah, right. y'all niggas is crazy. Yeah, we not, we don't want to linger on. Ne- what next you time. do? Uh, next shit. Next topic <laughs> that I'm seeing from this list here is uh Nelly's country album. No, Nelly, Nelly Paul, Kari Richardson. Album. Did you know what? I heard that album, and we did. Let me speak on that real fast. We said it was a. He's singing. He's singing on there too. Some yeah, some yes. It's like a country album. That nigga said, "Fuck it, let's switch it up." So he's rapping. I'll give him props for uh, trying something new. I take the Nelly album over the Donna. 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 Yeah. Yeah, man. I can say that. Next. Next take. I I rock some. Next take. How about this hurricane? It ain't fucking around. That hurricane ain't fucking around. Terrible. Yeah. Got two friends. I thought they left the state. They just stayed. I'm like, God damn, I gotta call y'all niggas in the morning and make sure y'all still there. I don't know what Southern Texas, Southern Louisiana has done to society, but the world is pissed. It seems like every four years they get hit with something else. They keep talking about earthquakes on us, but nigga, we ain't had a big earthquake in a while. I can go outside, like I said, I can go outside for an earthquake. And if the ground splits, I'm gonna walk the other way. I'm cool. I can't run from wind. Isn't it usually near the <laughs> Gulf? What's that? Isn't it usually centered near the Gulf? Yeah, uh, yeah, those are. He said it was a, a category four, but it's only two miles per hour short of a category five. And I was like, well, that's a category five if you if you yeah. ask me. Yeah. <laughs> so praise I mean, to them. Oh, Let me yeah, say that. Yeah. Praise to them. I will just keep, like I always say, West Coast is the best coast we hear. Yeah, I will say that because every, everywhere I've lived from Georgia to wherever, they go, oh, man, how you live in, in, uh, in, in Cal- Southern California without earthquakes, nigga? We, can, we get through earthquakes just fine. I don't know how people live with tornadoes, hurricanes, shit like that. They literally can fucking pick you up and send your ass elsewhere. And like, well, I, have I remember to rebuild sitting- your house every year. I usually have to like remind fucking... people it's not even the earthquakes that we got we compete with. It's the fucking wildfires. Yeah. Yeah. And earthquake. I used to get me as being at like my, my family's uh, houses and that like they'll have like they'll be on tornado watch and everybody's watching television just sitting there all comfortable. And I'm looking like, y'all don't see that little thing at the 
corner of the screen that says tornado watch nigga like is <laughs> no one else paying attention to this why are you guys we'll see so the calm? clouds like we'll see the clouds when they show up <laughs> and they'll be so calm about it. and i'm like but y'all got the nerve to ask about earthquakes when y'all hey, got man, they this got a, shit all they the got time? a basement in a the cellar they good they said they were we some built. of them don't oh shit <laughs> <laughs> i watch a lot of disaster shows and a lot of motherfuckers just go in the bathroom i'm like what if the whole house is gone the entire fucking house. <laughs> well, you got one last shit it. before you went. Yeah. yeah. One person yeah. Lay, lay in the bathtub, you survive. Fuck that. But, uh, I don't want to be that guy, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to call it early. I have to do one thing, though. One thing, just out of my thing, I want to send out prayers to those service members who lost their lives. Yes. Uh, Kubal. Yes. They were doing a whole bunch of dope things in a, a bunch of bars. I saw that they put 13 glasses of beer on a bunch of tables and reserved it for them. And I was like, "That's actually dope." That's what's up. On them. That's what's up. Because they didn't. They didn't fucking ask for that shit. Yeah. They signed up to do the job, but it's like, come on, y'all could have planned this better. Could have planned this way better. They didn't have to die. Most definitely. Most definitely. So. It's what say on that. That shit. It's crazy. It's world war. I'll say it. It's, crazy, like, it's fucked up. Crazy. Yeah, we we can say that for the next podcast because yeah. I, yeah, I if I was in, opinions. I was ready. Like if I was yeah. still in, I'd be like, hey, let's go, let's launch them. Somebody asked me if it made me want to suit back up. I was like, absolutely not. I'm not gonna suit back up. But if I was out there, let's rock, let's roll. So I'm hoping they. I I, I guess I got a different mentality on that. I hope they go do the right, do it the right way. Don't go bomb shit, send in the seals, let that shit rock. Bro. <laughs> oh, with that being said this is gonna be an early sign off but uh yeah uh shout out to everyone for rocking with us 10 episodes and we're keeping it consistent we're trying to at least yeah we're trying and um everybody i know everybody's going through their shit in the world and we just you know we just try to get through it and make this work and uh we appreciate everybody that actually does um, again uh signing off uh the heavyweight podcast I'm Stutter McFly, and the the rest of these guys are. Oh, yeah. oh. Uh, Keith the technician. Nick on the couch. That is now the technician. That's why he stopped much. But yeah, I appreciate these guys for rocking. Uh, I think this is dope. Um, again, till next time. This has been the Heavyweight Podcast. Peace.